Hello, everybody, and welcome back to an all-new episode of DirtCast. My usual co-host, Megan Reynolds, is taking a much-deserved vacation. So stepping into her place are... I say this to a lot of people who come in here, and they do all rank, but with these two, it's actually true. My favorite <laughs> guests that we ever have. Oh, my God. Uh, wow. We have Matt and Viviana from the Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan, 1994 Museum. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for having us. Yeah, this is very cool. I always get really excited, mostly because I just like hanging out with you both, and this is like a way to do it just like during the day. We know how to party, you know, yeah. uh, when we you all do. get together, and um, it's really fun to finally have it recorded, you know. We're all wearing boas. <laughs> <laughs> Covered in body glitter. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. We went to one of those like AM raves. <laughs> The AM Sober Raves, yes. So in this episode, we are going to talk about Matt and Viviana's latest exhibits, Mm -hmm. their upcoming exhibit, which is about the wide world of celebrity fragrance. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then we are also going to talk a little bit about the people's sexiest man alive, current and past. Mm. Uh, Mm. um, It's going to be a sexy show. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> My goal with every time I sit down Listen here. Listen to this in your bath yeah. tub. <laughs> yeah, right. I come in here in like leggings and like a cat hair covered sweatshirt. I'm like, hey guys. It's Robin Bird. <laughs> First of all, though, I want to talk about some pop culture things that happened this week. You've got to be my sounding board. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Chris Pine shows Dong in his what? big movie. He did? It's called Outlaw Kings. It's on Netflix now. Oh, my God. Okay, so we can watch it today. Yeah, he shows Full Pipe. Okay, and we can probably Google and see exactly when it happens so we don't have to watch the rest of it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could just look at the still, which is oh, what I did. Okay. done. Um, I can show it to you in this moment. <laughs> oh, we'd love to see it. It's, like, from far away, mm-hmm. um, and he's it's after he, like, climbs out of a lake, so it's, like, a little shrinked up, but mm-hmm. not, I mean— Realism, realism. Realism, I love yeah. that. You know? It's a, a Western— I believe it takes place in Scotland, and he's oh. like a Scottish rogue. Oh, okay. I could watch a few minutes of that. But yeah, so I mean, I'm just kind of showing oh. these guys a, a blurry still. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I think it could be more artfully done. It could be closer up. He could be erect. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> kind of, or like maybe just like a silhouette a la Ben Affleck and Gone Girl. Where it was yeah. Sort of like, meep. We recently watched a Sex and the City movie through fresh eyes, and there's a great scene where Samantha sees a guy in sh- an outdoor shower, right. and has it has such a beautiful um, dick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't re- remember them showing like the f- not the full, but it, you get it for like a split. You second. get like the root. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm your next door neighbor, and my dog ran up on your dick. And then the other movie we watched, Richard Gere, uh, American Gigolo. 
Um, he's naked in that. And it's a similar, Terrible it's like movie. that Chris Pine one where it's a realist thing. He's just looking out the window. And then uh, there's there's nothing, yeah. There's just just a little cock, cock yeah. hanging out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we like it, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like um, I just want to, I mean, maybe you guys feel differently. I think like an out of context, an out of a sexual context dick is not very attractive to me just because it's like, it's not like, oh, yeah, we're going to figure this yeah. out, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's my dirty talk. Um, and so I think there's, like, a little bit of, like, less of a thrill of seeing mm-hmm. just, like, a guy changing. I think every time you see it, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's just, like, it's so new that, like, it's even, like, they be- people think of doing it, you know? And you just right. only, only see women. Um but it's, it's definitely a surprise each time, Yeah, you know? I mean, and I respect it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's—I uh, think it, more men should feel—I don't want to say feel free to do it, but that's, like, what causes so many problems <laughs> in our society. <laughs> We're going to back up. Um, yeah, I, I, su- I support him, and I just want to say, Chris, uh, thank you for <laughs> taking being this so bold. Being so brave. Yeah, being I so feminist him. that you're going to show your— yeah. Donger. Yeah. <laughs> and more we will more be... movies should do that. And they should have a law that for like a year, every movie has male nudity where it's just like in that, that where Julianne Moore in that Robert Altman, Altman movie where she's wearing just a shirt and no pants. What movie was that? Sex Life? No, that's not a Robert Altman. Um, I forget the name of it. All I remember is that there's this scene where it's Julianne Moore. She's having like a fight and she's got a, a T-shirt on but no pants. Yeah. The Winnie the Pooh look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Donald <laughs> Ducking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is also interesting because I feel like as full frontal nudity becomes more common, like everyone has to make the decision of like pubes or no pubes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a, a global conversation. Which I feel like if I was doing nudity, I would be like the pubes would add like a little coverage, a little censorship. Yeah. <laughs> I would like I would go the full nine yards and just like color them pink or something, you know, something yeah. crazy. Just like get a merkin that's just a wig with two holes cut into it that you just step into like a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like a full like body stocking. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think that's a look. Anyway. Oh, I have a fashion show idea. Yes. That I think could blow up. Yeah, you're hearing it here first. It's just shirts that have very standard coffee slogans on them. That's it. That's it. <laughs> like, uh, don't overthink it, but just like jazz them up. Not without my up. coffee. Like, yeah, the, yeah not know. without my coffee or things like But then they're like tucked into jeans. And like dirty sneakers. Yeah. I like, could actually see Dior doing something like that. I think that it's one of those things that actually could really take yeah. off. No, I know. And I'm just sitting on it. I know. It's and they crazy. would cost just like $500 or something yeah. for a T-shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh minimum, <laughs> minimum. Yeah. Yeah, for a T-shirt that's like, I'm a real bitch before <laughs> I have my yeah. job. Like I magazine oh, I love that. shirts or yeah. something. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. I know. Yeezy season 100 or whatever yeah. is coming up. All right. Write a letter, mm-hmm. just like Meghan Markle did. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that is exactly what she did. <laughs> Just take after Meghan Markle. Yeah, can you tell me like what's your favorite Meghan Markle fact that she, she carries? Oh yeah, she carries around <laughs> hand warmers. I guess for when she's got to like greet people. And then one time she was greeting people, and somebody was like, "I'm sorry, my hands are so cold." And she took the hand warmer out of her pocket mm. and she gave it to them. What a can princess! You yeah. Imagine just like, gives and gives. Stan Lee, dead. Yeah. Yeah. 95 years old. People mm. have a lot of different opinions. He wrote comic books. 
I don't. Yeah, I don't have any. <laughs> he appeared in his. He appeared in comic book movies. Great cameo. Great cameos. I believe he got uh, accused of sexually harassing his nurses. So there's Sounds a little about right. Little fly in the ointment. <laughs> um, but an uh, inconvenient truth. <laughs> yes. But you know, death doesn't erase our crimes. No, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. As Kirstie Alley said to Stephen Hawking post uh, death, you know, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> had a great run. Thanks for your input. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's all we have to say. Yeah. I almost spit out my coffee. I totally forgot about when she just preemptively tweeted that Stephen Hawking was dead. <laughs> what a what a gal. <laughs> She was great on, like, the recent Celebrity Big Brother because every time somebody, like, asked her about Scientology, she'd be like, no, 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 you figure it out. I don't know anyone who a uh, Scientologist. What, what, what the religion consists of? The best way for someone to find out what it is is to read a book on it. Read a book on it? Yeah. The books. There's, like, many, many Scientology books. Right. And, or there's a TV channel now called Scientology.tv. But what is the God then? I mean, because we all got a God. We always have like a belief on something. Is there a God in Scientologist? Not unless you want there. <laughs> it would just be like, uh, that's just, why you I should just, read a book. I just, want, I just want to learn. It doesn't that's deal. All. That's what I mean. You should read a book. Or... Well, I'm here now. There's no book. I mean, you're here. You yeah, but it would, be, here's, it, it would be like this. If I but, really wanted to know what a Christian was, I what they really you. believed. Yeah. I would read so a defensive. book. <laughs> Did you see it? It was a, it was such it was a train wreck. It was crazy because it was they planned Stormy Daniels was going to be in it, so the whole show was presidential themed. But then oh the last God. minute she backed out, so they clearly were just like, okay, make Kirstie Alley the president. So then it turned into a Big Brother season where it was built around Kirstie Alley being president. <laughs> Which was like, it made no sense. But they couldn't change it because all of, I guess, the things they had spent money on, at least in the earlier episodes, were presidential themed. So, like, she became the president and then they had to, they had these challenges that were in such bad taste, almost like hard to watch. And then, like, one girl didn't want to take part in it and Kirstie Alley explained to her she, like, had to. And then in her confessional, she was like, Kirstie was like, once she joined the group, she felt better. She didn't want to at first, but when she joined the group, she immediately felt like a part of something. It was like, oh, yeah, you're in a cult. And that's like... Yeah, right. <laughs> you're like, you know exactly. She suddenly, like, didn't want to talk to her friends and loved ones anymore. It just, like, really felt, I don't know, cleansed. She was free. Yeah. She just got went a little clearer, you know? <laughs> we were in Portland recently, and we had, like, a brunch, and I was a little day drunk. And I was me- I went to go find a bathroom, and I was meeting them back at the store, and then I passed by their Scientology Center, and they got me right on the street, and they were like, hi. Because, like, it had, like, a list um, that you could see from the window of their, like— uh, Menu. Their menu, <laughs> which is, like, don't be promiscuous, and I'm just looking at it. And then, like, <laughs> this guy came out, and I was like, hi. He's like, Hi. Are you curious? What are you doing? Where are you from? I think if I had one more drink, I would have, like, just kept on talking to him. Mm-hmm. And, like, just then, like, well, we'll see where this goes. And yeah, right. Would, You're like, carpet, yeah. damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. Let's fucking do it. So I can see how it happens. <laughs> yeah. I, like, always joke that I would be really susceptible to a cult, but I actually think I would maybe make it I would have, like, two weeks of, like, fully drinking the Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. And then I think I'm such a brat that, like, when people tell me what to do enough, I'm just—even if it's good advice, I'm like, hmm, I don't have to do it that way. <laughs> and so I think that would kick in at a certain point and kind of overrule the communal sense of safety. Yeah, and um, then you'd be a bad apple. You'd have to be— Yeah. Yeah, punished. Yeah. Put in that trailer where they 
where David Miscavige just like screams at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the coolest place to be. You know? Yeah, the, the hottest club. <laughs> <laughs> the hottest club. A friend of mine tried to do it just like for a story. Oh my god! But they clearly Googled her and were like, "Oh, you're a journalist," and then wouldn't. They wouldn't. They just shut her out. Yeah, which seems like interesting. Where it's like you got nothing to hide. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Scary. There's so much to hide, and they know it. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Another topic I would like to ask you guys about. Ariana Grande is now the only person I respect. (laughs) A hundred percent agree. We just hope she just keeps on going, you know? I know. Just do whatever you want and then just write songs about it and we're just, we're here for it. Did you see the video of her uh, pretending she has an Australian accent and just like running around outside? I saw no. I saw a minute of it and or like a second of it, and it's it's very fun. She's just she's pretending she's like I guess Steve Irwin, yeah, and she's like, oh yeah, look at that over there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just charming, and she can do no wrong. Yeah. Here we are out in the water, <laughs> out here in Pittsburgh. I want you to take a listen over here. Come on, over here. Pick up reindeer back here. You can hear them. Oh, you follow me, mate. Come on. This way. Hurry up, mate. All right, it's coming down here. You can hear them. You got some reindeer. Oh, we got Dasher and Gamesa. They're down there. Oh, you see what we got here? We got a little, a little bug here. Those guys, that's a good sign. That means there's lots of reindeer around. <laughs> we got Dasher and Dasher down there. I, I haven't seen Prince on a few days, mate. You know what that means? Might be over for young Pranza. You might be dead ass, mate. Wait, I'm not kidding this time. We got the reindeer. Dash on Dancer and Pranza. Oi, turns out Dancer's not dead, you guys. He's alive as. Oh, shit, man, we missed him. I'm thinking about how far she's come since licking that donut and saying, I hate America. Oh, my God. I remember that day. Do you it's, remember? Yeah, that was your 9 11. We were in the city. Yeah. Oh, I remember the study when it happened. <laughs> oh my God. It was like on news stickers on the side of like buildings and stuff. It was like Ariana Grande licks donuts, says she hates America. But yeah, now she's just the empress of America, I feel. Also, like, what quainter times when that was news. Like, I feel like now it's just like a thousand people have died and no one <laughs> is remembering it because another thousand people died in a different thing that happened this afternoon. <laughs> and then Donald Trump told them all to go fuck themselves. And, like, you're just like, <laughs> I want the simpler days. Of- yeah. What yeah. year was that when she licked the donut? I, for some reason, thought it was so recent, but it's not. 2015? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, good for her. I, I support her in that. She should do it more often. Yeah, lick more donuts. Lick yeah. everything, Ariana Grande. Oh, yeah. we thank be you so next. lucky. Yeah, thank, thank you, you next. next. So last week we talked about in Thank You Next who is love, who's pain, who's patience. Mm. I now have a better theory than what I had last week. Please tell us because we um, don't know. I think love is Big Sean. Pain is Mac Miller because of yeah. tragedy. And I think patience is Pete Davidson, but not because it took patience to be with him, but because they had no patience and rushed their relationship. Oh. oh. Okay. I always read it as patience for Mac because I, I feel like there was probably like a lot of like struggle with like yeah. the drugs and stuff like that. But that makes so much sense. But that could be it too. I don't know. It's just like, I think I said something dumb last week where I was like, it doesn't make any sense because they didn't exercise any patience. 
but then she on was the learning train ride home. Me. I was just like, oh my god, hit you. I don't know. Wow. That's just a theory. Ariana Grande, feel free to call in and yeah. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> <laughs> there was a period of time where I started a conspiracy theory that she was an actual baby. So we'll see if she's <laughs> moved on from that. <laughs> I don't. Believe, she's now. She's now a, a, a small child who's walking and talking on her own, and I'm <laughs> very proud of her. Did you see the tweet where she was saying how the um, ponytail causes her constant pain? No. Yeah, somebody else tried to hide ponytail and then tweeted at her and was like, how do you do this? It's so painful. She's like, oh, well, I'm in constant pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And it's like, oh, my God, for the art. I love it. It's like how Joan Crawford would pin back her neck. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Just so, like, it wouldn't be, like, turkey. I think that might be a rumor, but I did hear that she would do that, like, pit, like take neck skin and then pin it back behind her wig. Stranger things have happened. That's true. Another thing she did that made me love her recently, someone tweeted something like, Ariana Grande's new music makes me never want to talk to men ever again. And then she retweeted it with the caption, thank God. And I was just like, you're adorable. She's a cool girl. She's a cool girl who knows how cool she is. And it's so relaxing, you know. She's not pretending she's not like a cool young rock star. And she's just a sweetie pie on top of it. And she looks great. Love and it. also, apparently, Frankie Grande is in a thruple now. There was this great picture of him on a JetBlue flight <laughs> full, like, body makeup. Like, uh, he was, like, in first class, because you could tell from the seats. And he just, like, had full body makeup on his chest. And he was just sitting there waiting for his headphones. It was fabulous. He's, like, someone who really knows what his place is, which is, like, <laughs> you are just the sibling of someone talented, and he's just going to, like, ring that out as, <laughs> like, you know, as much as he can. We um, like to think about what it must have been like for him because he entered Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. And then he and then Ariana Grande was just, like, you know, like a Disney girl. And then he leaves Big Brother, and she has become— Famous, famous. It all happened while it he all was inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> what an experience, you know? <laughs> right. Dang. So he's like growing from that every day, I feel. Yeah, growing to find love in a throuple. Mm-hmm. I looked up on Instagram his throuple mates, and one's a doctor and one's okay. a lawyer. Okay. Uh, he's doing just fine, ladies. So a thruple we should all uh, aspire. Yeah, aspire to, to. We should be so lucky. I feel like if you're in a thruple with a doctor and a lawyer, your days you just spend them like doing those like um, things they have at the gym that are like those like ropes that you like wave up and down. <laughs> <laughs> That's like your every day. You just do that for hours and then have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, bad news, I guess, if they ever split because one is very litigious. Mm. Um, yeah. But, like, good news if you ever get sick or need a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Call number one, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. a They're place that I'm constantly one. in. <laughs> Ill and in need of a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria's Secret, their head of marketing, Ed Razik, he— made it very clear that he doesn't want plus-size models or trans models really ever to be on the Victoria's Secret runway. And you know what I did the second that I read that? I bought two bras at Fenty. Victoria's Secret Angel's fashion show is so freakish to me anyway. Mm -hmm. It feels like such like an antiquated notion of like smoking hot babes. It's like like, we can see naked women whenever we want now. (laughs) Yeah, it's such a relic. And it's like it's still at every show. It would be the same people who would be there at like years ago, a decade ago. Like uh, the guy who played Smith Jarrett is there, I bet. (laughs) Uh, He's just like front row. (sighs) Yeah, so here's what he said. So it's like 
why don't you do 50? Why don't you do 60? Why don't you do 24? It's like, why doesn't your show do this? Shouldn't you have transsexuals in the show? No, no, I don't think we should. Well, why not? Because the show is a fantasy. It's a 42-minute entertainment special. That's what it is. That is the stupidest non-answer in the world. Also, if, like, your show's a fantasy, you yeah, should be able exactly. to have a, truly whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is it 42 minutes? Um, I guess it's, like, an hour with commercials. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's, like, I haven't been to Victoria's Secret in, in a decade, I think. I mean, it's literally for 17-year-olds to buy, like, the, the sprays, you know? <laughs> That's the last time. And then they had another thing in the article where it was, like, um, we're never going to be your third love because there's another brand yeah. like for everybody that's like third love. And they're like, we're your first love. And it's just like, who are you? It's like a record exec in the 90s who's like, got to make it edgy. You know? It's like, just, <laughs> and it's like talking here. to like a brand that's primarily used by women to just be like, this is what you want. Yeah. It's really <laughs> just sort of... Sometimes I, like, like when people say these things because I think it just, like, shows who, yeah. who they are. And yeah. And that's good to know. Now we know. Now we know. Yeah, shop Fenty. Yeah, shop Fenty. Also, like, maybe Carly Claus should quit. Yeah. Maybe all these models should quit. Oh, okay. Let's do that. Let's tell them to. Yeah, they should, but I don't feel like that'll never happen. <laughs> I mean, she's literally married to a cushion. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ostensibly the good one, but also, like, is there a good one? <laughs> no. <laughs> I now want to move on to some celebrities a little closer to us. You both. Oh, wow. Was. I thought you meant Selena and Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> a doctor and a lawyer. Yeah. So you guys, like, moved from your space in Crown Heights and are now doing pop-ups, like, that look really, like, she-she. So she-she, but still T-H-N-K, you yeah, know? Yeah, of course. Like, um, our latest one was um, Anna Wintour double-crossing her legs. Can you explain, like, what that is? Absolutely. So Laura Collins, who um, did Olsen Twins Hiding from the Paparazzi and Real Housewives Pointing Fingers, she uh, had noticed that a lot of times when Anna Wintour was in the front row, she would not just cross her legs, but double-cross her legs. Yeah. It's a statement in uh, flexibility mm-hmm. and just, you know, armor. And modesty. And power. It's a power move. It's like, you know, I'm going to go one extra. So she painted 12 incredible oil paintings, life-size, 24 by 48. We had them display in this very narrow gallery space. It was our first one in Manhattan. And you would walk down, and we what we added was we added some cats on the floor yes. so that you would be on the catwalk. <laughs> do you understand? Do you get it? <laughs> get it. I do, do, get, do it. You get it. Okay. I'm, on. I'm, in, I'm in the room. Yeah, <laughs> okay. It's like a catwalk. <laughs> um, okay. So you see it. And what we also did, and this is crazy, but we hung the paintings very low, which you just don't do. No, no, I just, you just don't do you it. You walk in and you're like, this is yeah. new. They're low. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. They're crazy low. Art. But it's like you're walking and then she, you're looking down at her and she's looking up at you and yet she still has the power and you are a model. So we want to give people the experience of yeah. being a model if we ever can. Yeah. 
I mean, thank you <laughs> for the opportunity. <laughs> also, like, the double cross is so weird because, like, if you try to think of it, you're like, how does that work? But it's like a knee and then an ankle under the calf. Mm, yeah, it's like it's just a little Tucking tuck behind. Yeah. Like you're doing what Matt can do it. What's the experience like when you do it? It's everything you would imagine. I can't explain it, you know? Oh, <laughs> Can you do it? Have you tried? Um, I'll try now. I have weirdly flexible ankles. Okay. okay. They're weak, so they don't <laughs> rattle around. <laughs> so, yeah, I can do it. Okay, what does it feel like? I feel very secure. Mm. Um, my crotch feels very protected. Mm-hmm. But— uh, Rooted, perhaps? Rooted. But I also feel like— to sit like that for like an hour would get Tense. a little bit uncomfortable. It's hard on the knees. I have like a, a, a steel plate in my leg. So when I do it, it's like <laughs> I'm worried you're going to pop out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like the so tension. So don't do it at home if you yeah. got a steel plate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it might pop out. Might pop out. <laughs> yeah, you don't want the steel plate. But then you just pop it back in or call your doctor thruple man. Or whatever. Yeah, that, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> get your lawyer to sue these guys. Yeah. <laughs> just I can't do it, but it doesn't make me less of a woman. So No, I would. I think it would, <laughs> anything makes you more of a woman. You someone. <laughs> like, that shit won't be contained. so coming up though you guys have something very exciting oh so exciting it's going to be in the east village and it's with our artist miriam carruthers and it's going to be the fantasy art of celebrity perfume ads and she is doing these hyper real illustrations of 10 of the most iconic celebrity perfume ads in the world. But there are so many. White Diamonds, of course, will be represented. Right. Sort of that like is the, the mother of the all birth. of birth. So it's not going to be like Charlize Theron for Dior. It has to be like a personal scent. No, yeah. We focused on ones where it was their scent that they were releasing. Like, this is the experience of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, White Diamonds was like the big— the, Elizabeth Taylor was the first one to really blow it out. But she yeah. wasn't the first— Sophia Loren actually was the Oh, first. I didn't know that. Yeah, but she was approached by this, like— I think it was Cody— is the brand, to, like, just be basically— I don't think she was involved so much in it. And it was just, like, Sophia Loren perfume, Sophia Loren on the ad. And then Elizabeth Taylor was the one who was, like, the kind of blew it out yeah. more and was like, yes, this is, this is me, White Diamonds. Someone once gave me a tiny bottle of White Diamonds as, like, a, a joke gift. Mm-hmm. And it is, like, if you just open the bottle, like, your house will stink for days. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. That's why it has lasting power, though. That's why it's such an important fragrance because mm-hmm. a lot of times the celebrity ones are, like, they're just, like, sugar water. Right. Uh, and they don't they don't have any—it's just, like, it's so—it so it doesn't stick around for that long. Yeah. The only perfume I ever smelled, like, when I was just walking through, like, a Bloomingdale's or whatever, and I was like, this is— who I want to be, this is me, was Hillary Duff's With Love, which uh, it was just such a fabulous fucking scent. It was so, it was, it was mature, but it was young. It was exciting. It was, uh, it was just, it was a fucking good scent. In I, my mind, I imagine it being very like candy-like, no, but no. No, it was, it was a very womanly scent. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> good for, you know, good for her. <laughs> she, uh, you know, she's kind of a renaissance woman. Kind of. <laughs> In the ad, because we thought yeah. about doing that one, but it's just like her at a piano, and then there's like the with love on the thing. And I mean, Because that's where you do it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and so we love will not be represented, but it'll be represented in my heart. Yeah, yeah. of course. And you're representing it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if they still make it, but 
if they do send it. Because there's so uh, many from that era when that one came out. That's what they really exploded again when Jennifer Lopez uh, put out Glow. Yeah. They really like a few in the middle between Elizabeth Taylor and Jennifer Lopez, but Jennifer Lopez was the one who kickstarted it into hyperdrive. Britney, of course. Britney is the queen. I was going to say, queen. Britney is the one I thought of immediately. She's the queen of celebrity perfume. She has a new one coming out now. Um, prerogative, my prerogative. Yeah, my prerogative. I imagine uh, Paris is in there. No. No. Wow. Paris, we think, is like a mean lady. So, like, we don't try to, we try to avoid her. Not. We, you, <laughs> don't, we don't want to even give her the space. She's like, she's like, I love Trump. He probably didn't, you know, do that to those women. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like, okay. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> We're going to skip you. <laughs> well, then also, like, it's like for years everyone has known this because there was a storage locker she didn't pay a fee on uh, in the mid-2000s, and all of this stuff was found in there, and, like, among it was recordings, which why would, I don't understand, but, like, recordings of her in, like, multiple situations, just saying the worst thing about every group of people you could possibly imagine. Why would you keep those? I think it's, like, a weird rich people thing where they, yeah. they say it and then they have it on recording and then they keep it or something. Remember the glory yeah. days. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. God, that family. It's always really interesting when, like, Kyle Richards on Instagram, who's, of course, Kathy Hilton's sister, will, like, shout out her nephew, Baron Hilton. She's always just like, happy birthday, Baron. I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, <laughs> remember when he had, like, that airplane meltdown and, like, tried to, like, attack a stewardess? <laughs> like, I used to work at the Hilton, and he once tried to check in without any money or ID. But <laughs> <laughs> the guy checking him in was like, I need ID or and money. And then he's like, no, my name's in the fucking building. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kathy had to call and, like, arrange it. (laughs) Paris Hilton is, like, a bajillionaire because of her perfumes. Yeah, and, like, her international perfumes and stuff like that. Yeah, they, like, sell really well overseas. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few people who it's like, oh, I didn't even know you had a a scent, but it's overseas. Like, the Olsen twins have one. I think one of many. But But it's it's not, like, the row. It's, like, just, like, Mary-Kate and Ashley. It's from years ago, Uh and it just has their image on it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I do find the Kim Kardashian bottle, which is like her silhouette, apparently, mm-hmm. to be like almost pornographic. When I see it, I'm almost like, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> um, will scent be incorporated into the? Absolutely. Um, it's it's going to be the experience of walking into a Macy's. You're going to come in. We're going to spritz you. Oh, no. You know, no. Uh, it's, it's going to be the first art show, we think, that you can smell. Mm-hmm. From miles away. <laughs> I think we're going to get, like, um, a lot. For days. Yeah, for days. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to reek. <laughs> There'll be counters filled with perfume bottles. So it's going to be just multi-sensory. The artist who runs it, who's who's doing the art, she actually, she's a collector of celebrity perfumes. So every time we see her, she brings us, like, Kate Moss's perfume. That's or a she classy gives one. Ones. That one is good. Yeah. yeah. And little samples. So we are well-equipped to... I, I don't know what they're all going to smell like together in a tiny, tiny room. But that's something that you're going to experience with yeah, us when you'll you come. Find, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, I love the idea of like an exhibit that just like guarantees you a migraine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it did not come if you're fragrance sensitive. Um, nothing but respect for you if you are, but. I'm also just kidding. Give these guys all of your money. <laughs> or if you're fragrance sensitive, come and then be like the star of the moment and just be like, I can't be around that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> have, like, a total breakdown. That's really, such a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really oh make it about you in that moment. <laughs> well, you guys did a Grey's Anatomy exhibit across the street from Sir in yes, West we Hollywood. Yes, we did. We went to Hollywood. I had two celebrity sightings. First, I saw outside of a hardware store Lisa Vanderpump's party planner. 
And then the around the corner, I saw Lisa Vanderpump's husband, Ken, mm. at, in a car. And then I was smoking next to some so guy. Again, we're using celebrity very use- loosely here <laughs> in this situation. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, I saw two celebrities. <laughs> no. I mean, in my world, yeah. We no. saw Tom, right? From Vanderpump Rules, Tom Sandoval. Oh, you saw him. I didn't see yeah. him. Um, and then, yeah, we told everyone about it when we saw these people, and they acted like it was like you were like walking up and be like, I saw a mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> we had I a brush with a list yeah. celebrity, though, because right outside the exhibit, some random person, I guess, saw Keanu Reeves and was and like took a picture with him and then tagged the exhibit. Oh. And then so Keanu Reeves fan sites went wild. Like we got our site almost crashed um, coming from MrReeves.com. <laughs> <laughs> I think I read it up in Variety, too. <laughs> <laughs> that Keanu Reeves was there. He absolutely was not, but we told everyone he was. <laughs> that sounds like a good lie to perpetuate. Yeah, that's how the business is, you know? Yeah. You just pretend Keanu Reeves Upsell. came. Upsell. You never Upsell. had a send, Keanu Reeves. That would have been nice. Bruce Willis had one. What was it called? Um, private Life? <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it was pri- Private Life or something like that. Like, like uh, um, my private. Yeah. My private. <laughs> my private. <laughs> my private. <laughs> my private. <laughs> That's, yeah, not enough, like, A-list men have their own personal sense. Yeah. I, but there are a lot of good men ones. What were some of those we saw? Pitbull. Um, oh, I mean, Mr. Worldwide, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and then Derek Jeter had one, but I don't think that he still does. I don't know what that smells like. I smelled the Pitbull one. It's good. You almost got it. Yeah, I did. I mean, I don't think, again, I don't think Pitbull would put anything, on, his name on anything that was less than 100% great. Yeah. Yeah. Positive. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Great. I feel like a Johnny Depp perfume would just like smell like ground up cigarettes and like formaldehyde and like stale urine, <laughs> like from like when he like pissed himself. <laughs> formaldehyde. Yeah. yeah. And so when does this open? This is going to run um, a very exciting time, December twenty eighth through the thirtieth. December 28th through the 30th. Right before New Year's Eve. You're in the city, you know, but it's not on New Year's Eve. That's no, no, no. Um, And you'll just come on by. It's free. Um, Mm -hmm. You'll come. You'll buy a painting probably. But if not, you'll just, you know, smell some stuff. It'll be fabulous. But we are excited to do another one because we got two in Manhattan and they're both small spaces. Yeah. Um, So uh, we are excited to do another big space in 2019 and put lots of stuff places, you know, as as we do. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So this is like also I'm excited for you because our listeners may recall, but you guys were literally living in the gallery space that you were renting before. Yes. Um, which didn't have a kitchen. Mm. No kitchen, no. And we lived in the same room essentially, but it was yeah. just like different levels. For a while, one of you was in a haunted basement. Yeah, oh, wow. and that did not last long because it flooded. We are now in an apartment. Ooh. With two bedrooms, the doors close. Okay, we have haunted furniture. Oh yeah, we immediately had to haunt it up. We got <laughs> like, some like used furniture because we thought it looked really good. But it's like every time you like lose something in Billy like the Bob recliner, Thornton could never come in. <laughs> no. Do you know he's terrified of antiques? He is because they because they have ghosts on them. I don't know what it is, but he like has like a phobia of antiques and he like can't stay at old hotels. Oh my god! Well, we're safe at least from uh, Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> <laughs> But it's luxurious. It's um, it's life. still very narrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's, it'll it does the trick. I'm so happy for you guys. I'm also even happier because now we're going to talk about people's sexiest man alive. Oh, man. Yeah. 
So this year, people finally listened to the masses. Like, I'm going to say the masses of, like, 2013. <laughs> and <laughs> made Idris Elba the sexiest man alive. And I'm just so happy. I think it's such a great choice. Yes. I watched The Wire, so I've known him for a while. Sure. Stringer Bell. Yes. So this is very exciting. Really? He's very debonair. Debonair, big shoulders, you know, just fabulous across the board. Yeah. Does he is he promoting anything right now? Because I feel like usually it lines up with a marketing. He opened a cocktail know. bar in overseas. Like in his home of England? Um, (laughs) In England, perhaps. (laughs) Yes. Yes. He did open a cocktail bar. So I think if you go there, you might, I don't know, get to hang out with him. Or maybe not. But we don't know. That's the other thing that you have to remember about uh, Idris Elba is that he's a DJ. And then that kind of makes it like a little like, but, you know, (laughs) the man can wear a suit. (laughs) (laughs) He can DJ me anytime. (laughs) They couldn't have fucked it up harder than they did last year, though, with uh, Blake Shelton. That was a terrible choice. But I felt like that was something that like clearly like Blake's people and people lobbied for. Yeah, where it was just like he had an album to promote and he was on The Voice and it was just like he is our generation's Charles Manson. <laughs> <laughs> has no business being the sexiest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll remember Charles Manson was people's sexiest man alive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what what a what a gum up that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Blake Shelton for like the personality alone. Give us back Gwen Stefani and go on your way. Get out of here. <sighs> but Nick Nolte was the sexiest man alive once. And he is rumored to drink his own urine to stay young. Really? Oh, my God. He should go on that TLC show, My Strange Addiction. Somebody did that there. I have to qualify that because this is something that I have thought is true for years. And when I Google it, all that comes up is an article I wrote. (laughs) 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 So there's a chance that he doesn't drink his own pee. Um, that is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. And somehow I just like inceptioned that in yeah. my head. You just had a weird dream one time. <laughs> I was like, that guy drinks spirits. <laughs> and you just sold it hard. Oh my God. Spirits were talking through you. <laughs> yeah, the, the spirits were getting at me. <laughs> one thing our producer Rachel noted is that the winners are getting older. Usually they were in their 30s for the bulk of them, and now, like, the last four have been in their 40s. Real? Oh, so it's going to go up to 50s? I think it's because, like, men feel like they need to be relevant for longer. Mm-hmm. It's like how men have to believe that, like, the Lolita trope exists because it means, like, they're still sexually viable. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that kind of is the same when it comes to, like, this, where it's just, like, it's aspirational. Yeah. But, like, don't worry, you're not past your peak. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many, like, They're trying to brainwash us. are buying people's sexiest <laughs> man alive uh, issue, but... Well, they expect us to buy it, you know, and yeah. buy the fact that... And then be like, yeah. 30-year-olds are less hot. There's a lot of sub-winners. Oh. Oh, okay. So, like, this year, they did, like, a Sexiest Chris, and it was Chris Hemsworth, who That's didn't show Australian. his dick in a movie. Yeah. He should and, be like, disqualified just for that. <laughs> sexiest Michael was Michael B. Jordan. I can <laughs> get with that. Yeah. Sexiest Tom, Tom Hardy. So they just go yes, through every sense. name and say sexy. Every <laughs> single one. <laughs> sexiest Paul. The rest of the issues sexiest men include John Krasinski. I would not call him sexy. Excuse me. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I feel like there's um, That's 
Well, didn't so he crazy. just he just he did like a, a workout transformation or something for that Jack Ryan show? Yeah. So then I feel like if you do that, it's just part of it. Is at some point you're going to be on one of those lists. I and, also think like, it's about like awards campaigning for a quiet place where it's like we got to get his him, oh, him just out get there. Him out. Yeah, get his name okay. out there. So okay. Okay. I you know I clearly don't know how the sausage is made. Um, sausage. Noah Centineo from To All the Boys I Loved Before have not seen it but I'm aware of him he's very charismatic Bradley Cooper who you may know from a film called A Star is Born weren't you saying that there's like a picture of him that photo of him with I think it's Sookie Waterhouse and they're in a park and she's laying in his lap and he's reading Lolita to both of them Someone I mean, else like, brought this up to me recently. It's like a high school like drama teacher. If you ha- if you hired a high school drama teacher to stage a paparazzi photo to show that you were in love with somebody, this is like what they would come up with. It's like, come on, nobody ever does it. Maybe I'm being like really cynical, but I, give me a break. That's not real. So whatever for whatever reason they decided we're going to stage a photo shoot. Yeah, and you know whatever reason that would need to happen, I guess. Um, I mean, I. Pray that that's not real. (laughs) Please don't. Or maybe it's real. Maybe that's just what he's like. I don't know. But it's it's so stupid. (laughs) Um, Who else we got? Chadwick Boseman, who is sexiest Chadwick. Yeah, sexiest (laughs) Chadwick. (laughs) Henry Golding, who's the very handsome man from Crazy Rich Asians. Mm. Hassan Minaj, who is uh, a comedian, who has a Netflix show, Netflix special. Ricky Martin, who I feel like American Crime Story Versace really yeah, yeah, yeah. brought back. And Troy Sivan is on there. Oh, okay. okay. Sexiest Troy. Sexiest Troy with an yeah. <laughs> Troy, yeah, Troy. There's a different Troy. Yeah. <laughs> and then Prince Harry was crowned sexiest royal, but it's like, who else would be in that? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I can't think of a single royal that's hotter than Prince Harry. No, Harry's the hottest. Harry is losing his Harry. No. Yeah, which doesn't, doesn't make a person unattractive. Yeah, no, but. no, no, yeah, no, no. But, um, I mean, you have, like, unlimited money, right? Like, so what's the choice to, like, just go with it, you know? I mean, I know, yeah. like, hair technology is not, like, there where it's, like, you can just pay the money and it's, like, it goes away. Right. But I do think, like, you know, call in the big guns, you know? You could, right. like, I mean, there's cutting-edge technology that I'm sure you are the one who has access to. Like, two of the best rugs in Hollywood, I think, are Ted Danson's hairpiece. He looks great. And he was also so smart in that he aged it so that it looks natural, or it's like he matched it to the rest of his hair as opposed to, like, keeping it, like, dark dark brown. Yeah. And then I think Steve Carell has a really good one. See, I did not even—I can't not even picture them bald because they they did very well. If you watch— a lot of cheers, as I have. You can mm-hmm. really see it, like, thin out and then suddenly get really lush again. Oh, he did a cheers day. Yeah, and then in The Office, it's also, like, the first season, uh, his hair is really thinning. And then clearly, like, you know how people just, like, get more thin and tan and better looking as their show becomes more successful? Yeah. <laughs> like, his the next season, his hair is suddenly, like, full. But it looks great because he does Love a that. salt and pepper. He knows. Yeah. So send that to Prince Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and reach out to one of them, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> People editor uh, Jess Cagle said that there's always a backlash. It says, every year some of you will inevitably yell at us, what were you thinking? Honestly, that's just part of the fun. He's a prankster because he put Blake Shelton on the cover of the fucking magazine. <laughs> and and like, Adam Levine. Oh, yeah, I saw Adam Levine. And then, oh, there's another crazy one that now, oh, Harry Hamlin. That was way back. We all know. Yeah, we all know what about that. Thanks to you, you told us. Now it's about this, like, urine thing. I don't know if you just made this up, too. I can't say it legally, 
you know, I can't say what the rumor is, but just <laughs> Google Harry Hamlin and then, like, Hollywood crazy, what is it, Hollywood Days and Nights? Crazy yeah, but that's a, a weird site, so don't go too deep into it. I'm just saying there's a blind item that's very telling, but. Who's to say? Isn't that something to think Not about? me. I'm not saying anything. You didn't say a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely haven't said it multiple times <laughs> in public either. <laughs> the very first one was Mel Gibson, and, like, he turned out great. <laughs> that was the first oh, one. God. Yeah, 1985, oh, uh, Mel Gibson, right. who never went on to tell the mother of his child that he hopes she gets raped by a pack of N-words. Um, oh, so, yeah. Yeah, good. It's good uh, good uh, pick. <laughs> and he's like doing, what is he making now? He's making a movie, right? Or he's in a movie, Mel Gibson? Yeah, they're like always like, Mel Gibson is back, baby. And it's like, oh, good. <laughs> yeah. I missed him so Weird. much. <laughs> Mark Harmon, 1986. Oh, wow. Yeah. Harry Hamlin, 87. JFK Jr., 1988. Sad. Yeah. Sean Connery, 1989. Also— Was just he old then? Sean Connery was 59. Also a domestic abuser. <laughs> so— Yeah. Cute. Um, <laughs> 1990, Tom Cruise, who we all know is the most sexually charged person you could watch <laughs> in movies. <laughs> Patrick Swayze was a nice enough fellow. Rest in peace. Yeah, there's Good a couple uh, not alive people on here. Yes, but that's the time, you know. <laughs> that's going to happen. Had Nol- a good run of it. Thank you for your <laughs> <laughs> Nick Nolte, as we talked about. Drinks maybe Drake's Co- Covered in pee in the cover. <laughs> um, and then in 1993, it was Richard Gere, but paired with Cindy Crawford as sex- sexiest couple. Oh, that's fun. They should do that. Yeah. That's fun. Do you, do you think, like, they were going to give him sexiest man, and then, like, she was just like, no, I'm there, too. She's like, move out of the way. Over. Keanu Reeves next. Uh, then there was Who a, we met. Yeah. Yes, your guys' <laughs> close friend, Keanu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But his thing was weird in that there was none for that year, and then people, like, filled him in later. Oh. Retroactively awarded him the yeah. title. What year okay. was that? This would have been 1994. Oh, well, it was such a crazy year. There was probably no time for a cover that year for Sexiest Person because that was OJ, OJ Tanya. And, Tanya. Uh, yeah. Mary Kay Letourneau. Yeah. The year that America no. changed. Yeah. For the last time. <laughs> and who really was the victim in all that? It's Keanu Reeves because <laughs> yeah. nobody could really know. Right. He was just like at his peak speed. Have you seen Speed 2? Cruise Control? No, but I should. It's a great movie. The yeah. second one is like not anywhere near. It's good in a way different way. He's not in it. He was like, he was offered the script and was like, no. We used, um, we have a podcast called Good For Her. And yeah, I wanted, I wanted you to promote that at some point too. Yeah, you, so now's the moment. Now's the time uh, where we talk about, um, you know, stories and we're like, good for her or not my business or cut it out. Um, <laughs> but Matt wanted the uh, Speed 2 music to be our theme song. And then he sent the wrong file for I Speed sent two. a different track from the Speed 2 soundtrack. <laughs> and then the person who was helping us edit it. Uh, they use that, and they won't use the original. So now we just go, but it's like a very, it's like a Caribbean uh, sounding <laughs> music when they arrive at the cruise. <laughs> but what I wanted was the Speed 2 main theme, which is such a club banger. I mean, if they released it today, it would people would be like, this is fucking changing music. Like, this would, this it would dictate music for the next five years. Oh, my God. God. It is that good. Um, 
but it, you can't hear it on our podcast because I because <laughs> we've never emailed. I was them high and I sent the wrong <laughs> file. And so, <laughs> so maybe if they listen to this podcast, they'll get the note. Because I had to get it from YouTube, and then all the files end up just being called Speed Two, so I couldn't tell which one I was sending. And I have the whole thing on my phone to listen to when I want, but I don't. Know. Look, I I get it. Um, Very romantic theme. THNK1994.com backslash good for her. <laughs> yeah, good for her. <laughs> Who was after Keanu? After Keanu was Brad Pitt. Denzel was in 1996. George Clooney, 1997. Height of ER. 97. Yeah. Um, oh, and Batman and Robin. And Batman and Robin. Yeah. Harrison Ford was the next year. It's hot. That is a hot one. He's Very hot. hot. He's every video of him where he's like, uh, there's like paparazzi taking his photos. It's It's very hot. Just as he's like crashing his plane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Crash me anytime. <laughs> is he still with Calista Flockhart? He is, yeah. yeah. I love the story of how nice. they met. How did they meet? She spilled a drink on him at a Golden Globes after party. I think on purpose. It's a meat cute. Yeah. She actually was throwing it at him because she was just like, <laughs> I hate Indiana Jones. Like, reason to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Gere then won again in 1999. That, uh, that works for me. Brad Pitt won again in 2000. Pierce Brosnan, 2001. That was the year of Goldeneye, I think. Uh, wow, uh, Pierce Brosnan. Or one of his Bond movies was that year. 2002 was Ben Affleck, which I just, <laughs> how far we've come. <laughs> also, like, that would have just been... Was that, like, the year of Gigli? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Wow. I bet they thought that was going to be the hugest movie in the world. I mean, no, yeah, did, it was, yeah. like, Ben Affleck point one. Yeah. And then they were or both, one. like, he was wearing these big suits everywhere. I feel like, and then she always, it, they were very like Elizabeth Taylor, mm-hmm. Richard Burton fantasy, yeah. trying to put that together. Oh, yeah, and she would do like a very Elizabeth Taylor, like All bun. of her, yeah, dresses that she wore. I remember there's like one at the like Oscars, and it's like, it's, it's very Elizabeth Taylor. It's like a mm. light blue, like shoulder, off, off the shoulder one. Oh. Um, and then, you know, they were just, they were so tan. They do always you think looked, they were a real couple? Yes. There's, like, this paparazzi video where she is dating somebody else, and then he has sent Ben Affleck, one of them, over to give her flowers. So she gets these flowers. She's like, who are they from? And it's Ben Affleck. Oh, my God. And she's leaving, like, a date with somebody else. And it is. it does seem like it was, like, was not, like, planned or anything. That's so romantic. Yeah, that's Poor, pretty hot. The other girl was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just spent a lot on this date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really put on the Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> um, then Johnny Depp, <laughs> who we um, all still still holds up. <laughs> Wait, ew, so he was on there for for that's like 2003. That's like Pirates of the Caribbean. Johnny Depp was the one who made the sexiest man alive. Yeah, that's no cra- man. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> God, all of these, so many of these guys are like now such sleazes. Jude Law, 2004. Elfie, I was gonna say Elfie was. Yeah, didn't figure out his hair. Because he went bald, right? But then he got a rug? I think, yeah, his because he now looks like 10 years younger yeah. than he did 10 years ago. Yeah. So he was probably like, I'm going to just let it age gracefully. And then he was like, Somebody was like, no. A nanny will never fuck me now. How um, many of these slept with their nanny? Oh, my God. I'm sure every one of Remember them. the photos somebody took from like NYU across the street down to Jude Law doing naked yoga? No. I do. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Matthew McConaughey, 2005. He's always high. guy in 10 days. Is that what was around that time? Yeah, I think so. George Clooney again in 2006. Well, that makes sense. Matt Damon in 2007. 
You so five years after Ben Affleck. Yeah, he just had to wait, bide his time. Yeah, but he got there. Good, Good old him. Boston boys. <laughs> <laughs> Boston boys. The next one, um, Rachel produced this, is Hugh Jackman. I can see her and she just shakes her head at me. (laughs) Hugh Jackman, who is friends with the other Kushner. Oh, yeah, and Ivanka. Ivanka. Yeah. Which is, uh, I saw that he was like, we just don't talk about politics, which is like, all right, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we let you host so many of our, you know, musical award shows, and this is what you do in America. It's just not okay. But also not, I guess, shocking. I was shocked when I heard it. And then I was explained to me, like, no, 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 all these people used to hang out with her. Like, most celebrities, like, they, yeah. they like, used to be, he's, he's the only one who's like, yeah, well, I guess we still hang out. He's like, ride or die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, like, Meghan Markle once wrote, like, a blog post about how, like, Ivanka was her most admirable friend or something. Really? Yeah. But that was, like, when she was on Suits and blogging a lot. Yeah. yeah, probably just stress needed a topic. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's a okay, yeah. <laughs> Kind of oh. get this out by four. <laughs> Johnny Depp won again in 2009. What was that? Whoa. Whoa, Whoa what a mistake. I mean, that's, that's deep into pirate territory. territory. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds in 2010, which he's just like so like generically handsome man, but— I don't know about him. Um, that was I'm, probably like Amityville Horror, Ryan Reynolds. So then he would have def- definitely just gotten real but ripped. And that makes sense, you know? But like just, I mean, the way he left Atlantis, it's like. Oh, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> I can't get into it. Oh, I totally forgot that. That's right. How did he, what did he do? <laughs> he left her, did he leave her for Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, I mean, they broke up. He moved on to Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. But like, I mean, he was nobody. Before Atlantis. He was two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Yeah. He was nothing. Well, just friends, but I mean, that's Anna Faris's movie. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I have, like, weirdly seen every single episode of Two Guys and a Girl. Oh, really? <laughs> because oh, nice. it was on when I—it was, like, on, like, in syndication on Lifetime when I would get home from school. Oh, my God. And so I would, like, always watch two episodes back to back. Yeah. And so, like, it sort of feels like, oh, my friend Ryan. <laughs> and then it's just like, oh, he's really gotten to—he's gotten so full of himself. He's really—he's not that same one guy of two <laughs> and a girl anymore. Where were we? Okay. We're getting close. 2011, Bradley Cooper. That was the year Hangover 2 came out. Gotcha. <laughs> um, the next year was Channing Tatum. Is that when the first uh, Magic, Magic Mike, Mike came out? I think so. Oh, he should have been on there and then that year. Yeah. They knocked it out of the park that year that um. they put Channing Tatum on. <laughs> 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 if Magic Mike came out that year. You yeah. nailed it. You nailed it that you year. You could it, not have Jess. done it. Better job. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> credit where credit is, is due. due. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Then the next year was Adam Levine. And then it just all goes to I don't shit. Know what. I wrote a very, <laughs> very mean article about Adam Levine that year. That like, and what was it? It was basically about how I found him repulsive. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like one of those things that, like, at the time, as like a young writer, it was like, oh, like being mean is the same as like being funny. Mm-hmm. I will say it was really funny. <laughs> um, like, I think I just called him like a sentient leather wrist cuff. <laughs> And also described him as just, like, an STI that you just get from sitting in a hot tub. Um, and so, like, all of the stuff I was saying is, like, accurate. 
But it's also like, oh, he's like a human with feelings. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. So just who's to say? <laughs> and then False. it ended up being like the basis of a GQ profile about him. Where it was like, is Adam Levine the asshole that the world thinks he is? Oh, my God. You changed the worlds with that. Yeah, I really did. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I bet, like, the hottie Prince Lou really hates me. <laughs> the, he had a Kmart clothing collection, and a, a lot of the clothes had that vibe. Yeah. And so it, it definitely checks out with me. Mm-hmm. Although there was one really cute shirt. But, I mean, it's also like— They're always going to get one thing. Yeah, yeah right? sure. Chris Hemsworth was the next year. I'm guessing that's when— Thor came out. Okay. It's got to yeah. be. Unless it was a, a, an indie Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they were just like, we need another, like, blonde beige man. Yeah. Here's one. Uh, How da- does Chris? David Beckham was the next year, which is like, what was he up to? Was <laughs> David like, Beckham. He did, like, an H&M line or something for a while. So maybe that lines up? Oh, Ooh, okay. That is that is crazy if that's yeah. what. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Again, I just feels like I don't want H&M to be that powerful, but I guess they are. <laughs> it seems like it should be in like a like he should have been like in a bend it like Beckham era. Yeah. Like because I feel like that's when he reached stateside. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Posh just called and was like, "Do it." <laughs> yeah. yeah she, somebody probably told her it hadn't happened yet. She's like, that's crazy. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. She's like. <laughs> I'm calling Jeff. (laughs) Jeff, why? (laughs) It's me, Victoria. (laughs) Why'd you do that? 2016 was The Rock, which I get the appeal of The Rock, but I also find the idea of his sexiness to be, like, terrifying because he's so huge. I just feel like he would just, like— Throw He's, you, and then you just would never come back. <laughs> yeah, he would just lift you up. You'd feel so tiny, you yeah. know. He'd throw I do, you around. I do want to be like carried in like a papoose by him, <laughs> yeah. like a baby. Um, but it's like more. I would want his like maternal instincts to come out. <laughs> Plus, he like which you've seen yeah. through his amazing acting work, you know. <laughs> I know, but then he keeps losing those dogs. <laughs> Wait, Wait, what? Happened? What? He like saved his dog from. Drowning in the pool, and then like a week later, it ate some mushrooms in his backyard and died. Oh my god! Oh my god! Final destination about his dogs. It was. Oh. I mean, it's sad. I just think it's. I think the amount of like celebrities whose dogs die is weirdly higher than like the average. Yeah, because they they hire somebody to take care of it, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like by Lambie or whatever. <laughs> that Lena Dunham's dog is named. <laughs> who's still alive, apparently. <laughs> 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 Nick Nolte pees <laughs> in his mouth. <laughs> Lambie, Dead. show me the dog. Nothing to say about Harry Hamlin. <laughs> Nothing to say about Harry Hamlin. Google <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, then Blake Shelton and now Idris Elba. Thank you guys both so much for coming. Thank you for having us. It's always a blast. Um, everybody should listen to your podcast. Good for her. Good for her, the podcast. Um, come to our next exhibit, uh, Celebrity Get a Perfume. Get a whiff of it. Spritz. And visit our website. We just launched a Merch of the Month Club. So we, 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 we can be in your mailbox every month. So come check it out. Yeah, and there's some good stuff on there. There's oh, a, very a, now a Yama Kibiebo shirt that I really am eyeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a Britney notebook. Um, there's um, an I'm an Olsen twin um, shirt with art on it. It's very cool. But there's gonna be surprises. We're gonna surprise you. Thank you so much for listening to Dirtcast, and thank you to Viviana Olin and Matt Harkins. This episode was produced by Rachel Withers and was mixed by Jamie Colazzo. 
Manana Mofidi is our executive director of audio. Our theme music is by Stuart Wood. Want to send us a tip or just let us know what you think? Hit us up at dirtcast at jezebel.com. You can find us on Spotify, NPR One, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.